Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales success forward. I'm here again with my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. And in this episode of the Sales Chat Show, we are talking and chatting about the importance of CPD, which stands for, as I'm sure you know, continual or continuous professional development. Now, Mr. Jones, as our resident internet expert, has been conducting some internet research into the hours that professional bodies, so many, many um, uh, sort of uh, professions have professional bodies, accountants, solicitors, uh, nurses, doctors, etc. Mr. Jones, you found out some interesting numbers, I believe. What's um, what's the what's the sort of requirement for these professional bodies? Well, I think there's one number which is really interesting, and that is 100%. Because 100% of the professional organisations that we've looked at have all said CPD is essential if you want to operate in this profession. Okay. So everybody says, every you know, and we've looked at various different professions. Every single body says CPD is essential for you to operate. Yeah. They then vary according to the number of hours, but people like uh, chartered surveyors, architects, they're talking of 20 hours. Midwives need 35 hours. Financial advisors need 35 hours, of which 21 hours must be structured. So that's formal courses that they go on. And that's the number of hours they do per year. Per year and yeah. that's the minimum requirements. So they're all saying that that's what you should do as a bare minimum. So if you want to be a sales professional, you should be looking at these bodies going, yeah. well, they're talking about 20 to 35 hours minimum per year, of which the majority is going to be structured, going on courses, going to conferences, those kind of things. So you're talking about you know several days per year, half a dozen days a year, of these other bodies suggesting that's what you should be doing. So salespeople really ought to be doing that. Absolutely. I mean, at Sales Chat Show, we passionately believe sales is a profession that is occupied or should be occupied by professional people. And if, even if you're not a member of your in your country, if there is a sales professional body, I think certainly highly recommend you to join it. But even, even if uh, there isn't or you're not... I think a professional salesperson will make sure, discipline themselves, that they, they do sufficient continual professional development. And I think there's a good time for uh, any salesperson to look at that in detail. It's probably when the new sales targets come out, yeah. and let's assume it's a year's worth of a sales target. That's a very good time for anybody to say, well, in order to hit that, what additional knowledge and skills am I going to need this year? What's changing? 
what do I need to catch up with, etc., etc., and to link that CPD analysis uh, along with the discussion around the sales targets. You're making an assumption there, of course, that they have sales targets because if they've been using a podcast as their part of their CPD, <laughs> they will have heard a previous episode of the Sales Chat Show saying they should scrap their sales targets. Of course, if they've not heard that episode, they can go back and listen to that. Excuse me, let's be clear. It was you that said they should scrap sales targets, not the sales chat show. Mr. Justin and I, we were we had a fierce debate, ladies and gentlemen, so make sure you listen to the episode on should you scrap your yes. sales targets. That, that, that episode had an audience of one, namely Graham. <laughs> yeah, but I did listen to it 1,000 times. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. But to Phil's point, I was speaking at a, at a sales kickoff for a client yesterday in the IT industry, and I made exa- almost exactly the same point that next year is going to be tougher than this year yep. and the markets keep changing and I, I, in the IT industry <clears throat> those of you that work in it will know it's fast changing but all industries are changing at different speeds yeah. so what makes you successful this year may not be enough to make you successful next year so you know that's the importance of continual professional development so we were we've been brainstorming some thoughts and ideas for you folks on, on how you can um do do some CPD and I think obviously the first one that would normally spring to mind is attending training programs so um, if you work for an organization they may have training programs available some some organizations you have to kind of put your hand up and ask to go on it others you'll be put on so if you are fortunate enough to have those that is fantastic if not you may consider investing some money in yourself and attending an open programme, probably run by a reputable a reputable. But there are also provider. plenty of free online training programmes. You go Absolutely. to somebody like Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y, um, plenty of free training programmes that will help you with various aspects of sales that you can spend some time, and they're structured, you know, they yeah. have different videos and activities and so on. So you can do it all online without having to pay for anything, even if your business hasn't got them themselves. I think one of the uh, mistakes that uh, sales directors and sales managers make on this issue is that they sometimes think they're doing the right thing by inflicting a training programme on the whole team. And I think uh, the suggestion I would give our sales director and sales manager audience is to ask members of the sales team how they learn best. Mm. Uh, Because Member A might say, well, I'd love to go on that course. Uh, Member B in the team might say, whatever you do, don't put me on that course. I'd rather go out in the field with Sue and witness how she actually does that. Or I'd rather go on that joint visit with Jack and see how he does that presentation. So I think the management side is to identify what knowledge and skills are needed, but it's down to the individuals to get involved in the discussion as to how they're going to close that gap down and how they learn best. Because there are many, many different ways, obviously, that people can learn and do learn. And by the way, I think just a a point from me is if you do, as a sales manager or sales director, if you do send someone on an open outside programme or one member of a team attends a training programme, at your sales meeting, get them to present back their key learnings. Mm. Because if they know they have to do that, that will help them learn, but also you get the benefit of, of the content and the knowledge being shared Good, a bit, yeah, a bit yeah, further. Yeah, and point. I know, Phil, you were, you were, you wanted to make the point about turning sales meetings 
into learning opportunities. Yes, well. I, th- I, th- I think there does come a time in a sales meeting, it's probably what would be referred to as the graveyard shift. So if it's a one-day meeting, it's probably straight after lunch. If yes. it's a half-day morning meeting, it's probably after coffee. But to um, allocate at least an hour of that sales meeting towards new learning, which, um, as you say, Simon, might be somebody sharing stuff. Yeah. Uh, or it might be working with the team live on a particular issue. I mean, certainly when I was a sales manager, the company I worked for was adamant that learning took place at sales meetings. So as a sales manager, you were required and expected to run training sessions. Of course, you have someone really great in the team. The best person at presenting the company's value proposition have them demonstrate that to the rest of their colleagues as well as doing training in the more in the more formal sense because I think learning from others is another way to do it and that that might be find out if who is your number one salesperson in your company and then ask them if you can go out with them for a couple of days yeah. and watch what they do and then copy them Tony Bazan who's a uh, the guy who invented mind mapping, I did a seminar with Tony uh, a few years ago, and he said copying is the fastest way to learn, or one of the most effective ways mm. to learn, but we're told not to do it at school, because <laughs> for obvious reasons. But find out who's awesome, and, and go and copy them. You know, Go out with them for the day. Very few people will be able to resist a request that mm. says, I understand you're absolutely amazing at this, can I can I come with you and learn? You know, <laughs> not, not many people are going to say no to no, that. No, don't. So. <laughs> I think another form of uh, training, and we've talked about this many times, is that if as salespeople we are trying to add value to our customers, uh, it's to tune into what's going on in their world mm. and to maybe attend the conference that the customer attends. Uh, maybe you actually go with them. Yeah, uh, that will go down very well. Uh, but go and have a look at what the customer is doing, uh, and that will help us as salespeople identify where we can add more value. Because the way that we were talking about me before we recorded the episode, there are different areas of development. So there may be developing your sales and negotiation skill sets. There's also keeping up to speed and learning your own company products and services as they grow and expand and change and there's also understanding your customers industry the trends and things that happen in that industry as well so your CPD can have a number of very very important streams to it yeah Yeah. I mean every year I go to a retail show now I'm not a retailer but my several of my customers are retailers and so I go to a show this for them and I listen to various talks because it's giving me information about the sector they work in so I can help them under, you know, yeah. with whatever it is I need to help them with because I've got a greater knowledge of that sector. So I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't go to this show. Yeah. And people say to me, why are you going to that? You're not a retailer. No, but my customers are. I think it also applies to uh, things like trade magazines. I did some work years ago for a printing company. Uh, And not surprisingly, in reception and in the various sales offices were magazines like British Printer Mm -hmm. and the like. But 70% of their business was in the food market. So the new chief executive, a guy called Alistair, quite rightly said, get those magazines about print out and we will start to have in reception and everywhere else the magazines that the customers are reading and of course it was all food related. And a lot of those trade magazines, I know know they can be a bit dreary sometimes, sometimes not the most exciting, 
but you know when I was in fast moving consumer goods the grocer was the company magazine yeah. for the industry so you always wanted to read it to find out what was going on what your competitors were doing what your customers but increasingly now those are available online as yeah, well quite. which makes it really in fact I think the majority of them yeah. will be available online some of them will be free as well yeah. so you know bookmarking some of those in your browser or subscribing or to their monthly yeah. newsletter or something it's a fast it's an absolutely yeah. absolutely fast way to, fast way to fast way for us to do that mm. um, it's, it might be a little bit old school but there's also reading books so you know there are a lot of really really good books uh, that are published particularly ones that are published by um, the hosts of the sales chat show of we course would, yeah. we'd obviously strongly we'd obviously <laughs> strongly recommend a bit of a plug there folks um, but seriously but it's, but it's not old school more books are being sold now than ever before yes. so it shows that people are really interested in reading books and non-fiction books is selling at a much greater rate. More book sales are non-fiction than fiction, and by two to one. Yeah. And the number of non-fiction books is going up at a faster rate than fiction books. So the the massive sale in non-fiction is is significant. So it's shown that people are really interested in reading. And it's it's really easy. I know salespeople travel travel around quite a lot. So you know, lugging around a library of books may be a challenge. But you know, you can get the Kindle app for your iPad or a Kindle a device or whatever whatever e-reader, and you can have a complete library of sales content there to, to yeah. learn from or psychology, yeah. understanding how people think, yeah. how to negotiate mm. and you know as salespeople, we often travel quite quite a lot if you're, yeah. in, a, in, a, if you're in a field sales role you will, your job will invariably have the, some travelling involved. Mm. So, also audio books. Yeah. You know, many, yeah. you know you can listen to that as you could listen to a podcast mm. in the car <laughs> Such um, as the sales, yeah. are you suggesting they could listen to the sales chat show? My goodness, as they, as there's they're, an as they're, they're, What a brilliant idea <laughs> Just come up with too many plugs. But but you know you can listen to audiobooks in the car or in your hotel room as you drift off to sleep or whatever it is. You know you can. um, You know you don't have to read a book. You can listen to the book. Hmm. And I think it was. I think it was Brian Tracy who probably had the concept of turning your car into a university. Now, whether you're travelling by plane, trains, automobile, or whatever, you've got some travel time, which yeah. is often downtime, is a great CPD mm. opportunity. And, you know, you, you, you just have the device with you, audible, you know, with the audio yeah. book on it, or the, you know, modern, all the tablets will, that you have a perfect learning technology yeah. sitting in front of you, videos, audios whatever it is so you know it's not really any excuse for anybody to say I'm too busy I'm too busy to do my CPD I think I think the I think that's a very good way of linking professional development to things that are in the diary so if we know for example on a Monday that Thursday in a few days time uh, as a salesperson we might be renegotiating the price with the customer then maybe that is the piece of learning to tap into live just before we need to apply it or if you're a sales manager listening to this and you've got a a meeting to run next week then have a listen this week to some learning and development on running an effective sales meeting. Certainly things, you know, sites like YouTube, for example, offer fantastic just-in-time learning opportunities. Yeah. And that increasingly, that's the way a lot of people are learning and consuming yeah. consuming their content. And I feel saying, you know, think, well, I've got a really difficult price increase negotiation to go in. 
you know, the day before, just spend 15, 20 minutes reading something useful, you know, watching something, listening to something useful. And that really makes your learning come alive because you can then take the theory and put it into practice the next day and, the, and learn the, from it. There's videos for everything. Uh, yes. You know, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> we had a simple problem recently. We've got one of these pop-up things and we couldn't fold it back yeah. and uh, found a video on YouTube that taught me how to do it. So it doesn't, doesn't matter what the subject is. There will be a video for every kind of sales problem you have, there'll be somebody on YouTube talking about it. Yeah, and, and, and there will be other resources like blogs, and there are lots of really good sales podcasts and, and other, other podcasts available. There's some really good content out there. You know, you have to be a little bit a little bit discerning, I think. You don't want to be going around consuming anything, but, you know, try it, see if it's any good, if it's any, any good quality. Um, and, you know, if you've got someone in your team who's really into this, ask them. They probably have some really, really good recommendations for you. But, you know, keep, keep dripping this knowledge and this information in. And then another thing as well is you can go to, um, there are, in many countries, there are specific events where uh, they're run, like in the UK, there's the um, National Sales um, Conference where they have some great speakers speaking at the events and it's a fantastic opportunity to turn up. Okay, it's going to cost you or your company, you know, a little bit of money to yeah. pay for those, but you get to learn from some really, really great people. So sem- and then some of the professional sales bodies have evening seminars in various locations around the, around the country. So, you know, going to those as well, I think, is another, mm. is another really, really good thing to do. Mm. And what one thing I'd recommend is having something like Evernote. So if you've got the app Evernote, it means you can start collecting all these things. So you, you think, oh, well, there's that podcast I need to listen to. There's that video I need to watch. There's that bit of book I want to read. There's this. You, you can't keep track of it all. But mm. what you can do is you can create little folders in Evernote and collect all these things so that when you're spending your half day a month, you can go back to Evernote and go, okay, what are those 10 things I've collected over the last three or four weeks and then you can spend that afternoon or whatever it is going through that material so some kind of app that mm. enables you to collect things together yeah. is a really good way of doing it. so I use Evernote because it allows you to mm. put audio in it presentations documents web pages everything can just be bunged into it and if you use Microsoft Office I think the Microsoft version is one note, one note which yeah. is what I yeah. and it syncs across my laptop my tablet That's and my right. phone yeah. so if yeah. I if I come across anything interesting when I've just got my phone with me I can drop it in yeah. and it, it syncs across the that's three right. so yeah. and I use that to yeah you know, so that's those. an alternative yeah. they both work in very similar ways yeah. yeah and just 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 kind of make sure you're capturing it as you as you as you go yeah. along mm. I think also there is the learning from what you do you know just disciplining yourself if your manager's not coming out with you coaching you can to a certain degree coach yourself and think okay what did I do well in that call what could I do better but the most important thing is you must make a note of it pretty soon afterwards yes. because you'll uh, you know if you did something really badly and you realize you made a mistake if you don't capture it in the moment so when you get back in the car by the time you get home you'll have convinced yourself it's because the customer's a very difficult person and uh, or you'll have forgotten all about it yeah yeah or you just forget yeah. so also learning from yeah. and I think maybe maybe as well the, 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 the final area is you can have a mentor you know someone who is much more experienced than you are they could be in your company they could be in another company someone who will spend some time with you give you their advice their guidance and um, some people charge for it often people don't um, and I think if you ask the right person in the right way 
explain what you'd like and, and why you've chosen them. Many, many people will, will give you some time. Even if it's not face-to-face, -face, it might be just they're mentoring you over Skype or yeah. something. And that, yeah. that is another great, you know, learn, learn from the success and the wisdom of others. You know, I think, I think the important thing about CPD is the C word, it's the continuous mm, nature yeah. of it. Gone are the days where a salesperson can say, I have, I have been well trained, yeah. brackets, the past. <laughs> um, it <laughs> is, I think, you know, I think professional salespeople today, they do see themselves as work in progress and there's a lot more to learn and there always will be yeah. as the world and the sales world twists and turns all of the time. It was fascinating, I was running a negotiation uh, seminar a couple of months ago and I mentioned a book that I said, oh, I'm reading this book on negotiation at the moment. And one of the participants said to me, um, do you still read books then on negotiation? As in, because you're running the seminar, that you must be the font of all knowledge on the topic. And I, as I, was, I found it quite an amusing comment. I said, not only do I still read books on negotiation, I try to read almost everything that comes out because because there's always something, there's always something yeah. to learn. But I just thought it was this, he'd obviously got this idea that I'm now the finished article, yeah, which is The knowledge just, is complete. Yeah. I am now complete, you know, which is a, is a very dangerous, very, very dangerous place for a salesperson to go. I think it was, um, I was watching a video of a guy called Tim Galway, who's a, a coaching, sort of coaching guru, and he said something, if I'm correct, he said something like, he said previously, if somebody has said to me uh, on a scale of one to ten, you know, how much of a kind of an expert do you think you are? He just said, well, you know, I've written a lot of books and I speak at conferences. I'm, I'm an eight or nine. He said, I've changed my mind. He said, I've decided I'm more like a two or three. He said, it's much more fun because now I've got lots to learn, yeah. which I thought was a. And this guy is a proper. This guy is a proper guru in yeah. the sense of he is a real. But I thought that was a really interesting. That was a really yeah. interesting attitude. Yeah. So and uh, hopefully that's hopefully that's given you some food for thought. And there also obviously there are a number of apps available from um, for, from various places, uh, sales sales apps, sales yeah. productivity apps, those sort of things where you can learn you can learn on the go. So in today's you know in today's world we're not short of resources. You know you might be short of time, but turn that down travel time maybe into some some CPD time. But also put some time in your diary to train yourself because, you know, it sounds a little bit trite, but fundamentally, you know, the more you learn, the more you earn, you know, the better you are, the more sales you're yeah. going to close. The important thing is making a routine of it because yeah. if, you, if you don't make a routine of it, you'll, you'll put things in OneNote or Evernote or you'll file them away in your memory and go, well, I must do that. And then you never get around to it because the day you'd allocated to do it, you go and see a client yeah. or something else happens or there's a meeting called in the office and you never get around to it. Whereas if you've got a routine, you know, the first Friday of every month, mm. that afternoon I block out my diary and that's when I do my CPD, then it'll happen. But if yeah. you, yeah. we are creatures of habit and we love routine and if we don't have routine, it goes to the wall. So I was having a bit of fun yesterday with the audience I was speaking to. I said, um, talking about the importance of doing account planning, so some research that shows that high-performing salespeople spend 23% more time planning than, than, than underperforming or average salespeople. And I said, and of course I know you're really busy, I said, but let me, let me ask you a question. If your CEO phones you up, his PA phones you up tomorrow and says, I need to see you for two hours next week. I said, show of hands, who would find the two hours? 100%. They said, well, of course we would. If the CEO, I said, well, the good news is he doesn't need to see you. 
So there's your two hours. Yes. <laughs> so so you, can, you can find the time, you can find the time yeah. if you've got the motivation. Yeah. And, and uh, a friend of mine is a sales director, and in his interviews, when he's interviewing new salespeople, one of his questions is always, could you tell me the titles of some of the books or some of the learning you personally have undertaken in the last month? And he said, invariably, the best candidates are the people who answer positively. He said, if somebody goes, um... He thinks, okay, this is, this is an interesting, it shows their motivation. So yeah. that's his killer question. That's his killer question for finding salespeople. So we hope, if you're listening to the sales chat show, you would be one of the people who would be answering <laughs> in, the, in the positive. Any closing thoughts, gentlemen, on CPD? I think uh, Graham's reference earlier to commitment uh, to maybe half a day a month or yeah. one day a month, as Graham said earlier, you know, the last Friday in the month or whatever it's got to be that sort of commitment half a day a month or one day a month if uh, we want to really encourage you know excellence in this particular area yeah I, I think it's remembering the the word that it's continual or continuous whichever grammatically correct yeah. Yeah. word it is and we shouldn't think that we have completed our professional development yeah. so it's not C for completed it's for carrying on. Carrying on. And I was listening on the, on the way here to record this, I was listening to some uh, audio from a guy called Ty Lopez, and he was telling a story that both Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, who I think are still the two richest approximately people in the world. They've done all right. They've done okay, haven't they? When both of them, both of them were asked, if you could have a superpower, what superpower would you want? They both said they would like to be the fastest readers in the world so they could read more books. Yeah thought that was kind of an interesting thing from from two of the richest people in the world so uh, we wish you every success so with your continual professional development so it's been graham jones phil just and i'm simon hazeldean saleschatshow.com you'll find an absolute library of continual professional development materials by way of our other podcast episodes at saleschatshow.com so please pay that a visit and uh, listen as you're traveling around so thank you very much have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling (laughs) 